Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. The number one shoe machine on the market. We own three of them. And I can tell you personally, even before they came, became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. Um, you know, every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention, uh, mention us and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, we always tell our players that they should be working on their craft. I challenge you to work on your craft. Come over, join a community of like-minded coaches who want to make this game better. It's the reason I started Teach Hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts, but even more importantly, to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful, not only on the court, but off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial, so come over and check, kick the tires around, see if you like it, and uh, let's head off to the podcast. Okay, go ahead. Shoot away. Yeah, so I wanted to work on some end-of-game stuff, and yep. so I was wondering if I could give you a couple of scenarios. So I, I watched all your videos on the end-of-game stuff. It was really good stuff, inbounds, all that type of stuff. Yep. Uh, victory, the pool court's great, uh, the sideline. Uh, so I want to ask a couple of questions. So from my understanding of in-the-game philosophy, if there's like three seconds or something, that's when you throw it long, you try to hit the in-the-game type. But if you have five seconds or more, that's enough time to get the ball in and push up the court, right? Yeah, and it, and the rule is a second a dribble. So, second a dribble, okay. Yep, so if, if you – so that's why they have to – so let's say there's five seconds. It means you can take four dribbles and you got to let it go. Maybe three dribbles and let it go. So whenever you diagram okay. stuff up, you always got to be aware of, of that. Um, but yes, if there's, it's between five and six seconds, I think is where I like it. If I'm going any distance. Um, okay. Could you give me um, the challenge I'm running to is, is what, could you give me just a couple of like in the game plays you would run? Um, you're not sure if they're going to be in a man or a zone. You need to push it up, you know, at five, eight seconds. Like yep. what type of options would you run? So, so you want lots of curl, you want lots of movement and curls, not necessarily screens. If you set screens, you want them early. So as soon as the person gets handed the ball, you want a screen. 
but then you want like if here i'll show you so if you want um let me move my thing they did i don't have my stylus out but this will be okay so um let's say you're let's say you're here down and you're going this way so what you want is you want the guys going or gals curling this way and catching it moving in the right direction so you know you can you can set it up any way you can set it up in a line or a box or whatever you need to do it um sometimes i'll even just like let's say you're here and just throwing it in so i'll just do a basic line one so what you might do is you might like this guy might fake and just go this one might set a screen and then you might curl curl and then the last guy curl you just want people moving the the i was talking to somebody last night i think the hardest part is finding someone to throw the ball in so I'm sorry, coach. Is this? Are you doing sidelines in the game or? Yeah. So, so so it would be the same principle. Are you talking full court underneath the basket down? Yeah. Here? Yeah. So it'd be. The yeah, same. I was actually talking full court, full court, full length yep. of the so, court. So 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 this is right. basically the same premise. So if it, well, they're still going, you know, sixty feet this way. So if you're going, let me draw it over here. So if you're going this way, so let's say you're going this way. So now what I normally do is I might set it up, you know, I might set somebody deep um, like, like this. And then I, if the person's throwing it in from here, I want, cur I want people moving this way. Okay. You could do it the other way because they're right-handed. You probably have them curling the other way, but you just want them curling to the basket because what's going to happen is the you got to think about the defender's state of mind at this point. So the O's are the defenders. They don't want to get beat deep, right? So they're going to leave. Right. They're going to leave a cushion on a, on their defender. That that's an advantage for us. That cushion. They're not. If okay. they deny, just send them deep, and you're good. You know what I'm right. saying? Okay. So they're going to okay. leave. They're going to leave a cushion here. So if 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 I'm guarding X here, and you're and the guy's throwing it, so X is throwing it into X and I'm going this full length of the court, I'm not going to play this side of them. I'm not going to deny them unless we need to turn them over. I'm going to be on this side, and I'm not going to get – I'm not going to let them get on the other side of me this way. So I'm always going to stay here. So that way when you're catching the ball and moving in that direction, you'll have the momentum and the ball, and one, two, three, go. Um, okay. So that's with like five seconds to go. You just want lots of movement. If you want, if if you're talking home run things, <clears throat> you know, six I've, seconds. I've got a... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. so like with six seconds, you can maybe even get it to half court. Um, mm -hmm. You know, maybe, you know, do these curls, one dribble. If you got another timeout, get it to right here and then call timeout. Now you'll have like three seconds and then all these sideline curls will work catch the ball shoot um if you're it is really hard to to run a play 84 feet in you know less than 10 to 12 seconds probably um to run something where you're going to get a shot other than just a, a throw <laughs> um anything that happens down here you just got to I like the movement and I like them having the ball and creating because there's chaos at that time in the game um so I want them attacking the rim, attacking, looking for kicks, things like that. 
So how about if they – you don't know what they're going to do. So say if the coach comes back and uh, they've been playing you man, they go to a 2-2-1 press or they go to half-court trap or, uh, you know, all the different all scenarios those, that All those happen. curls are going to be the same movements. Okay. Because think about if they're in a 2-2-1, there's going to be even more – they're going to be able to even catch it moving faster because there's going to be more space. Okay. So so if they, yeah hold on so if they were in like a um I think I need this um so if they were in like a two two one great I'm gonna you know then I might want if they were like let's say they were in a two two one and they were going this way you know in the half court oops and the half court would be about there fine I'll do a one four and I'm gonna get my guys moving this way they still got to defend them they still gotcha. they, they, okay. It, yeah, you're you're gonna yeah. Don't worry. I mean, personally, it, depending on the score. So if they're up one or two and they're gonna zone us, great. Then maybe we run something where we try to catch it at half court, or maybe we run something where we throw it long, because there are some vulnerabilities. There's most people won't go zone down the stretch. Um, there's just too many gaps. There's too much space here in zones. So go ahead and do it. I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna be able to exploit it more if you do that. Because we're right. gonna be able to boom, okay. boom, boom. Yeah. So it's something you want to definitely try at practice. Put it. Put them in a two-two-one and see what it looks like. Um, okay. So if you're pushing it up, um, and then say that you've got eight, eight, ten seconds or something, so you push it up, or maybe they're dropping back into a two-three zone, or or they're not yeah. putting pressure on you. Is there uh, what? Can you give me just a couple of like uh, a quick hitter? I'd really, really like to keep it in the hands of my point guard. I also have other good shooters, but is there a good just kind of quick hitter for a zone in a man that you'd run at the end of the game? You know, once you get it pushed up, you're so not you're saying they're in a two three. Yeah, like a two three zone. Yeah, I go one. I'd go a high one four, especially if you want the point guard to have it. So have they, the point guard to have the ball. And then you basically got to make them match up at this point. So go go real high, and and that will draw these guys up. Um, and then what I would do personally, if your point, if you want the point guard to have the ball, I would set. I I I'd have these two set double screen, and I'd have them come up. And it's like, okay, are you going to follow me, or how are you going to guard? So you got to guard. There's two guys here. You could even put a guard at the high post. I would have both of these guys ready. I probably wouldn't do it that high. I would do it really low. But I would set a screen there and just let him go. Because what's going to happen is the defenders are going to have to – actually, it would be this guy setting the screen. Um, they, um, I would have this guy come up, and he, they, he, as he drives, he's got to make a decision. This guy's got to make a decision. Is he going to defend the guy with the ball, which you say is really good, or is he going to defend this guy, which is going to slip, which is going to draw this one up, and basically, it's going to make a match up at this point because you're going to have four guys straight across. They're not going to leave these guys open. And then what you tell them is if the, if the point guard dribbles at you, clear. So if this guy dribbles and so that so – let me – hold on. It's getting a little um, crowded here. Um, so if that guy dribbles at them, they're going to have to – basically, you want, it, you want a, a mismatch. <clears throat> Excuse me. The basketball cold has already started. All right. Um, oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I'm on, I'm on meds now. With, I have a sinus infection, so I'm on meds. Okay. Oh, uh, thanks. So, if I drives, okay, he's driving this way until I don't have my stylus. Um, 
So this guy is going to clear down. So if you think about it in terms of a two, three, there's only, there's only two guys on this side of the court. So they're going to have to match up hot. A high one, four will make them spread out and pull them up. And that's what you want. You want to, okay. you want to, you want to, you want space against the zone. Cause this guy here is going to have the middle guy is going to have to, even if they run a one, two, two, those guys are going to have to make some decisions on, okay, am I going to stop this drive and let this guy get a shot right in here? Or am I going to step out and this guy's going to curl or is this guy going to step out and defend here? And then, you know, so you're probably not going to get to the rim, but you'll get a good mid range or three pointer on that. If you just, just pull them really high on the one, four, doesn't matter what zone it is. Okay, and so the the top two guys, though, you'd have them screen the top two guys and the two. I would have both of these outside. being. I'd have both of these guys ready to set up and screen. On the outside, okay, like that. So I mean, I would have them ready to do that because it's. And the thing is, they might be screening this guy that's on the top of the two three, or this guy that's on the top of the two three. So they might not come up here and screen. They might just do this. So it just right. depends on how he's going to play. Sometimes they'll stagger it, and this guy will come up. And this guy will come back. It would be more like a one-one-three, which is great. Okay, then we're just going to come up and screen this guy. What are you going to do? Are you going to fight over it? Fine. Then I'm going to curl, and I'm going to have an advantage at this point because it's going to drag that guy up, and this guy's going to have to make a decision. This guy is the key because what's he going to do? He's not going to stay down there. He is. This guy's going to be wide open. Get him the ball. Let him shoot it. So you just want. Right. So you, you want say space. If it, I'm sorry. You just yeah, want. So space. if they do good. Yeah, understood. So if it's like a, a one, two, two, um, and then would someone be trying to screen the very top guy? Yep, you wouldn't team you wouldn't even screen the top guy, he would screen the bottom guy again. The the two guy. Just go. Yep. Okay. This guy. He would yep. just the he would just screen that and then, yep, because, and then the, just because if he screens that guy, guy, this guy's irrelevant because he's gonna bump into him. So it's just like, all right, we'll just go around and he's not gonna want to follow him because they're in a zone. So he's not going right. to want to follow okay. him to that wing. He's going to want to stick with him. Right. And the other guy's kicking down. Okay, cool. And then also, could you give me uh, one just uh, in the game for uh, a man in uh, a same type of scenario? And I guess that would be the, the, the follow-up question is if you're not sure if they're a man or a zone, is that something you could just try to run? I would, run the exact same, I would run the exact same thing against man, and then I would just overload a side. So I'd have that opposite wing come through. So, I mean, you can do either one. It doesn't really matter. But I'd stay in that high one four like this. <clears throat> and then as this guy, I would have – so they're in man. I'd have him come up and screen. And then I'd have I'd have this guy coming through, and then I'd have this guy popping down as he drives, whichever direction he goes. And then after he sets the screen, hopefully he's a shooter. I'd have him pop up high. So you're basically overloading a side. Um, I would also possibly clear out a side if you want your point guard to be the guy to to take the shot. So I'd have this guy stay, <laughs> and then I'd have. I'd have these two, I'd have this one come over and set a screen about mid, mid here. And I'd have, actually, I might not even have him clear. I'd have him set a double screen for this guy clearing out. And then I'd run a two man game here. So if, if you want your point guard to have the ball, I'd start in that high one four. Let me show you that again. So one's here okay. two. Uh, we'll call that four. 
five. I don't like positions, but we'll use numbers anyway. So I would have two coming off a double screen opposite. So five comes down, sets a screen. Three comes down, sets a screen. And then he pops up. So one knows that he has him coming opposite that he can look for. Um, then four and one would play a two-man game this way. So they'll basically have this whole side of the court cleared out. I've done that with my point guards before. It's just like, all right, I'm going to give you space to do stuff. And this guy's going to, four is going to set a screen and one's going to go. And then four is either going to pop or roll, depending on what kind of player he is. Gotcha. I thought I heard one of your podcasts too um, before. Do you do the same setup and then you could actually send five, four, and two to all screen for three? Three. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. And then just that leaves up all that space on one it, side. You just, you're basically. All good quick hitters, if you watch NBA at all, all quick hitters are just trying to get space. <laughs> You're just trying to find okay. a little space where you can go. Um, and then cross your fingers and hope you're lucky, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that would be my concern with like running a pick and roll at the end of the Because we run a ball screen offense anyway, as you know, they double team. Because you know, I imagine they're going to double team. So, yep. so, maybe so if they're going to double team your point, then that, that person setting the screen should either be a three-point shooter because then they can pop or a big okay. that can roll to the basket. Okay. And then yeah, if you're working you. on this in practice, then you definitely say, okay, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get doubled. That's fine. We want that. Da, 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 da. You know, and then they got to be able to make that pass. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And then uh, just uh, a couple other things. Yep. The This is probably a off the wall question, but it seems like in the end of the game, if there's like three seconds or so and the other team has the ball, that it would make sense for me to jump to a one, three, one, because it'd be very hard to make that mid court pass. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So I, if somebody did that to me, I've always used, I've always used zones at the end of games to slow teams up because what happens is it takes them a time to adjust. <laughs> um, okay. So you could have 15 seconds to go and even go to a zone depending on the score. And it will, you just got to convince your guys that that's a good idea. I've had teams that it's harder to convince that this is good. We should okay. do this. Um, but it will definitely slow them up and they won't be ready for it either. If you, if you haven't run right. much of it and then you do it at the end, they won't be ready for it. Right. Okay. I was gonna ask, like, if someone does that to to me at the end of the game, and like a, a get it to your, one, get it to your point guard, to... get it to your point guard, and just go. Tell them to attack. If if there's ever a time, because there's gonna be times where you don't have timeouts. There's gonna be times where you know you're in foul trouble. There's all gonna be all sorts of situations. Any situation, you want the ball in your player's best hand, and you want them attacking the rim. So you just want him going. Um, because you're going to hope for a call, you're going to hope for a shot, you're going to hope for you know that them to stop him and him to kick. Um, you know, it's like you want the ball in Giannis's hands at the end of the game. You want the ball in you know whoever you know Harden's hands at the end of the game. So that's what you got to basically practice that. And sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't work. But then you can in practice you can say, okay, what was good about this? Well, they doubled, triple teamed you. Should have kicked it to the corner. Oh, wait, you had a drive to the rim. Take it. So you just want to space them out in your normal offense and let them go. Three seconds isn't much. You just you want space at that point. Gotcha. So if they drop back into a one three run or whatever, get him the ball. He's going to take two dribbles and push it up. He's going to take, take two dribbles and he's okay. going to shoot it. And then maybe you can even work on your 
shooting a three and falling down drill kind of thing. Like we need the foul call, whatever it is. But um, yeah, you okay. just want him to have the ball at that point. Okay, cool. Uh, and then the, the last thing um, that I was asking about that I saw on your video was the uh, just how to attack some of the combination. Uh, you, you you reprimand me of calling it jump defenses, um, yeah. but calling it combination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so j just the basic, um, because we, we do get boxing uh, one um, on our point, that and just like a triangle and two, yep. and then just like a three-two matchup. Is there something general you do for all those? Um, no. I, the, the thing is you want – you got to convince the person that's getting done that, that, that we're going to have to get some other people involved, and we want, we want that person moving and cutting through. So – I run my normal offense when I do this. That's fine. You're going to run that against me. Because um, other guys are going to be open. Uh, so that's what you got to basically sell. It's like, okay, you're, gonna, you're kind of our decoy. <laughs> um, I've had this discussion with my son who can shoot deep threes. It's like after you hit a couple of them, then you've become a decoy at that point. You've opened up right, the, right. the other people. <laughs> um, because obviously you're doing something that's effective and you've hit like three threes in a row. They're not going to let you hit anymore. So what does that do? Well, you got to stay wide and space us. It's the same thing with a box and one or a triangle and two or combo D, but you want lots of movement. Um, and then, you know, I find, I find it useful to have them in a corner. I find them useful to cut through the, through the rim, through the um, lane, um, all that kind of stuff. Setting screens when you're doing that is not a bad thing because someone's chasing you. Um, so that person's going to have to decide if they want to switch it or they're not going to switch it. Um, so setting screens okay. is another good thing for them to do. But um, usually if that's happening, you're doing something right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so like if they go to like a, a three, two, um, uh, three, two matchup zone, yep. are you running kind of the same you can just run yeah, your man offense. Our man offense. If it's if we're just running our man offense for the most part against a three two. Okay. Um, lots so of. So does, does it make sense? Okay, I, I just think does it make sense just to do something really simple like a, a two two set and then just put a guy in the middle just to screen that out the two bottom yeah, guys. It does, but then you, the problem is when you screen them, you're bringing them toward them, so which is fine. But you just got to be aware of that. That's the first thing. And the second thing is just make sure, um, yeah, if it's a 3-2, you, you just got to make sure the guy inside is moving. They tend to get really stationary. Um, so, yes, okay. maybe, maybe screen away, maybe screen the ball, do something. Um, if they're standing for more than two seconds in there, then you got to get at them because it's just too easy for right. the zone to defend them. Right. Uh, but I was just saying that, like, if uh, if they had, can you see this? Yeah, move it up a little bit. So if I toward your head, there you go. Yep, yep, I can see it now. Yep. So if I just have my set here, and then just have one guy in the middle, just kind of screening the out, the out, yeah, that's the good. outside, yep. you know, going back and forth. Is that fun? Yeah, yeah, that, that will work. Shots at the bottom. Yep. Yep, that will work. Okay. Yep, that will work perfect. And then just they could even come up to the high, high, the high side of that and and do it up there too. Yeah, just as long as they're moving okay. and making the zone shift. Zones don't like screens. Don't zones don't like cuts and zones don't like shift right to left. So if you get any okay. of those three things going, you're going to be good. Thank you for that. Okay, and then um, the I, I could just. I'm sorry, I started to late stuff. When, when's your next call? Are you pretty much done? 
you need to go? No, I got to put my son into school. You got a couple more minutes. Go ahead. Okay, just 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 tell me when you need to go. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to keep it short. Okay. Um, could you explain? I, I don't quite understand um, the difference between a matchup zone and like the like we. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just talking about oh, my son. Saying. He just walked by. Tell us that. So what's that? So like we we run a lot of uh, two three zone. Okay. Uh, what's that between a two three zone and a, a matchup two three zone? I, I'm not trying to under. I don't understand the difference. Really. Matchup means they're always responsible for a person out of space. So, um, so it's basically they're gonna they're gonna have areas like the top guy is not gonna ever beat on the bottom left, but they're gonna be in areas. And um, the way you can go to a matchup, I'll send you some stuff on matchups. I got I'll write myself a note because um, we kind of run a matchup. It looks like a zone, but it's really man principles. And they got if if you have a team that doesn't talk and communicate, you can't run a matchup because they got to basically okay. hand people off. And you know, once someone leaves my space, I hand them off to another person. I grab somebody else from from that's closest to my space. Um, so if they're not a communicating team, I've tried to run it with teams that don't talk, and it's it's brutal. Um, but if they okay. talk, it's it's really hard to score against because it's it. It, it clogs up the middle. It leaves space outside more, but it clogs up the middle. It really does. Okay. Well, I, I myself, I don't have any desire of trying to add it. It's just too much. Um, right. But I, as far as recognizing it um, when the other team's running and what to do against yeah, it, I guess will, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, they'll follow them a little longer. Is what you'll know it's a matchup when they're following. It looks like a, it, it looks like man, but it ends up being zone. They'll follow the cutters farther along until they can eventually hand them off to somebody else down below. So I usually watch okay. the guards up above. You know, in a zone, they'll just let them go. They won't worry about them. In a matchup, they'll follow okay. them and they'll and they'll they'll be matched up with them until they can hand them off to a big guy or a wing or something like that. That's the difference. Okay. 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 And then what do you what do you do against that? What, what I'd do run you, my uh, man. It's basically a man. I'd run my man offense. Okay. Yeah, it's basically a man. You do the screens, do all the other stuff that you're doing. Okay, so you don't you really wouldn't do anything different for that. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I'll try to find some stuff on matchup. If you want to read it, I'll find some stuff for you to look at. All right. Okay. Thanks, Coach. I'm Is glad it, you didn't. I'm glad you didn't die by the horses running you over at the campsite. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate your time, Coach. All Thank right, you no, so much. No problem. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like. Jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network.